Right then, we're back. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy uh, Conor Gallagher is now an England one cap day. <laughs> um, it's been a while, but now we're back with the England one cap podcast. First episode of 2022. My name, Robert Prendergast. Your name? Callum Shaw, and it's great to be back. It's been a while, mate. It's it been has a long, been a long, long while. It's, uh, I think it's been a void in my life, I'm perfectly honest with you. Not, not, uh, haven't done an episode in a while, but back stronger, I think. Yeah, yeah, hopefully we're not too rusty. Put some, uh, put some oil on the old joints and, uh, get back into it. We've been doing this a while. I saw the first episode, June, June the 15th. It's a long time, yeah, yeah, because it was, um, it was around the Euros, wasn't it? Exactly, yeah, um, around the Euros. Yeah, potentially just after our first game. But um, yeah, it's pretty mad, to be fair. Um, doesn't feel like that long, but that's probably just because we've not done one for like two months. So Yeah. Um, and end of October is the last game. Last one we did. Wow. Yeah, that's a long old time. I think what's... Since, since the last episode, I think we've got... I think we just had Patrick Bamford be a one cap, maybe. Yeah. Now we've got, now we've got Ramsdale and uh, Conor Gallagher. But yeah. we'll, we'll never do a Conor Gallagher episode because that man's going to get 110 in moon caps because he's so good. I think we, um, I mean, it probably happened before, but we lost Sam Johnson at some point, right? Oh, yeah. Along yeah. the way. Uh, I can't remember if that was um, before the last episode, mm. but yeah, we've lost Sam Johnson. Tough one to take. But... It is a tough one to take because um, he, he might be a two cap forever. Yeah, yeah, got potential. Got potential for it. But this is just a little intro episode, just to get us get the ball rolling for the new year. Um, and while you're catching up with us, your old friends, we're here to catch up about another old friend from the podcast, England One Cat royalty, Stephen Corker. Great, man. Probably the oldest. He is the oldest friend of the podcast, right? Yeah, episode, episode one. one. Yeah, episode one. <clears throat> Gone uh, going full circle today. Um, it's exciting news. I'll, I'll I'll let you I'll let you run with it. <laughs> I can tell you I can tell you're itching. Uh, the thing is, I I'm so in love with Stephen Corker. It's a bit it's a bit <laughs> questionable because the reason he was the first person we did was because we just kept talking about him anyway. You know, uh, he just he just kept coming. Yeah. We talked about one caps anyway, but it was always like, oh, Stephen Corker, one cap, one go. That Sweden game. It was just fascinated. Um, but yeah, we so we that episode was the fifteenth of June, fifteenth of June, yeah, where he was yeah. um, playing for Alanya Spor in Turkey. Um, and we thought this might be the end of the story. And in fact, no, we were saying we were we were telling um Steve Clark to get him in for Scotland. Yes, yes, because I was well, he was potentially eligible eligible to play for Scotland if he could get England to allow for the switch. Um and we thought that's what had the most legs, but how <laughs> yeah. we were wrong. Yeah. In December 2020, I saw a quote from him saying, I want to play international football for either England or Scotland. Now he plays for Sierra Leone. Yeah, yeah, out, out the blue. I think we mentioned that on the podcast that he, he 
had Sierra Leone heritage. Oh, I think you did. I think we did. I think I did. I thought, yeah, that's the in-depth uh, research point. I, I, I knew all about his Sierra Leonean. Sierra Leone? I don't know. Sierra Leone heritage. Um, I'll go yeah. one further, and I think you even mentioned his Sierra Leonean charity work, which... <laughs> yeah, not sure. yeah, I did. Yeah, well, clearly the, uh, the charity work paid off. There must be a big admirer of him. Yeah, kind of journalism that as well. Well done. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we so we did we did the episode on fifteenth of June, thirtieth of June. Uh, he moves to Fenerbahce, which was a bit mad, really. You know. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It's um, it's pretty. It's, you know, it's a pretty big move. Uh, for like Fenerbahce, like top two, top three clubs in Turkey. Yeah. Um, a lot of big players that have kind of coming towards the end of the career or, you know, they've just hit their peak somewhere and then they kind of go there. Um, it's still like fairly competitive. I assume the money's pretty decent. Um, yeah, big move for him. Ozil's was there, isn't he? Yeah, he is, yeah. So got some big yeah. players. And so I, since, I, since I love the man, I was buzzing. I was, I was so happy. I was like, good for him. That's going to be a, a big club. Uh, a big, a big uh, opportunity for him. Get some Champions League football, maybe. Hasn't played for him because <laughs> immediately goes out on loan to um, oh, uh, Gaziantep. Is guy? Yeah, Gaziantep is what I would say. Um, yeah, I'd say that's pretty, pretty solid Turkish pronunciation, right there. I don't want. I don't wish to offend any of our strong Turkish fan base, but sometimes it feels like. Every now and again, BBC Sport would just make up a, a random team and say, "Oh, this Turkish team." Like, do you remember when when Danny Drinkwater went to Turkey for his what two games? <laughs> yeah, this was a random team I've never heard of before. And then again, yeah. with I was like, "Who the fuck are these guys?" You know? Yeah, it's like I think I know a lot of the Turkish teams, like the, the bigger ones that have been like around Europe and stuff. And the next thing you know, there's this like brand new one in the top division that a few players are going to like, where did he <laughs> come from? <laughs> I mean, it was like a couple of years ago, it was like, oh, Daniel Sturridge has gone to Turkey. Where's he gone? Trabonza poor? And I'm just like, who the fuck? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, he's doing all right there. Clearly he's doing all right. Six, 16 yeah. games, two goals. Yeah. Respectable. Respectable-ish, I'd say. Um, but it's funny we're doing this now, because I remember when Corker um, signed for Fanabache, um, and may- maybe a little bit after, because uh, you mentioned to me that we should do a Stephen Corker update. Yeah. Um, and then when the Sierra Leone thing happened, you said, right, we definitely, definitely <laughs> need to do a Stephen Corker update. Um, and yeah, here we are. So, like Stephen Corker away. But then it got so when he, so he, I saw the headline saying I was thinking about going to uh, Sierra Leone. I got sent that article by like 10 people. Like, <laughs> and then I was like, okay, let's sit on this for a bit. Let's see how this unfolds. I'm looking at his wiki page at two in the morning one day, and then I see. Is his, his caps England one cap one go Sierra Leone one cap? I was like, okay. 
but I think it had, a, it had an asterisk next to it. I was like, <laughs> what was, what, what's, what's being questioned about his cap? Scroll down, and it said the the one game he did play for Sierra Leone is not a recognised international game, as it was against a group of local Moroccan footballers. Yeah, and to top it all off, they lost two one. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was, it was a non-FIFA sanctioned friendly. Um, yeah. I suppose just just to give Stephen a taste for the Sierra Leone football standard. So, um, so, so at that point, he could have still made the switch to Scotland, and for one beautiful correct. moment, he could have been an England, a Sierra Leone, and a Scotland one cap. And <laughs> I'll tell you what, get that straight in my veins. That. That's what gets the headline. Me. The headline is there. <laughs> oh, it'd be amazing. And then, uh, then he got his official cap. So he was a, a double a double one cap um, in the African Cup of Nations. Um, yeah, big stage, big stage for a one cap. Stage. I um, there's two big reasons I can't play in the African Cup of Nations. One being that I'm a footballer. <laughs> not a footballer. Two being I've lived in England my whole life. Um, and of course, so is all my family. I would, I'd love to play in the Africa Cup of Nations. Yeah, it looks great. Oh, it looks great. It looks like a right laugh, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it looks great. Um, I've been watching a bit of here and there. Um, I watched quite a lot of the highlights as well. I haven't watched kind of full games, and yeah, I've loved it. Um, when it first started, the first few games were quite like defensive and like not many goals. Everyone seemed a bit tense. But recently, it's really come to life. Um, some absolutely worldly goals, big scoring games, red cards, controversy. It's been great. Absolutely loved it. Um, uh, like, um, and there's just moments of carnage. There was one game, ref blew the whistle, 85th minute. Oh. They all go out, they all go off, come back on, he blows it again, like 89 and 40 seconds, something like that. It was, yeah, that was crazy. And then, was it, was it? Yeah. Wait, was that the was that the Sierra Leone game? Was that a different game? No, that was a different game. That was a different game. Um, but yeah, the team that were winning, I can't remember. Were they playing Algeria or Morocco or Tunisia? One of the three. Um, and yeah, the ref blew on eighty nine. Teams went in, and then they tried to make the teams come back out yeah. to play extra time, uh, so added time. Um, and the team that were losing were just like no. Absolutely not. Because they thought, well, if we refuse and they've not played the right at the time, they we can get the game, um, we can get the game rescheduled there, yeah. get it postponed, because you know, technically we're not in the wrong. Um, so yeah, it, it, it went on for like three hours after the whistle went, all this drama of like players not coming out is brilliant. That's brilliant. I love it. It's great. Stuff a legend, fantastic, great competition. And then um Stephen got his uh, second game, uh, so, yeah, second cap, um, a couple of days ago, which also had a bit of madness. Um, yes, managed to um, uh, howler of goalkeeping spills the ball out. Stephen Corker, one of the last kicks of the game, gets a little a little assist, so it goes two two Sierra Leone. Fantastic, and it's so funny because. Um, I I knew they were playing Ivory Coast and I knew it was 2-2 two, two. 
Um, and I, I even checked the goal scorers uh, on live score where it shows you goal score assist. And for some reason, it just didn't clock that Stephen Cork had got an assist. Yeah. Um, and then when you said to me, I'll make, like, give the highlights a watch, mm. it wasn't then until I <laughs> realised. But then it was like, why Stephen Cork are chasing down the goalkeeper from the striker position is, is, is the main thing I wanted to know. Well, as we know, <laughs> clip- yeah, Stephen Cork can play as a utility striker whenever he... Exactly. He and as, as soon as I saw him get that assist and chase the keeper down, like they've, they've put him up front for the last few minutes. <laughs> and that is just great. Oh, brilliant. Um, thrilling. And he's got another game in a couple of days and I'm sure he's going to absolutely deliver. I bet he's got, yeah. I'm going to have to back him to score. Yeah, yeah. Um, got every chance. Corners, surely. Surely he's got to grab a goal. It's it's just written in the stars of Corker at this point. You know, clean, clean sheet on official debut. And he was brilliant. I'm not sure if you've seen highlights like it. Some of the blocks, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> There's what guy had an open goal. Stephen Corker, body on the line, deflects it wide. It's unbelievable. He was brilliant. He was absolutely immense. Uh, assists the next game. So natural progression. Um, he's bagging. He's got it. Well, we um, the Scottish FA can't say we didn't we didn't warn them warn them about the uh, what they were missing out on. Yeah, well, we, we tried to tell Steve Clark, but um, he didn't answer our calls. So yeah, that's his, that's his fault. So that's uh, that, yeah, Steve McCall could go in strong. I, I'm sure there's going to be content for a future update. Um, if I had to pick one person to ever get on this podcast, Stephen Cork and that. It, it, yeah, it'd be great. It'd be great. Um, it'd be great to get him on. And uh, yeah, well, watch this space. Hopefully, Sierra Leone can get a cheeky win and they qualify. We can do another little update if they go further in the tournament. That's the dream. That's the dream. Um, Just do a fun on Stephen Corker podcast, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. The life, life of Stephen Corker. Um, but yeah, I think. I feel like even if it's a few minutes, if he scores in the next game, we've got to, we've got to do another go, go. quick bit of that. We've got to <laughs> just milk it as much as we can. Uh, okay, let's wrap up. This is just a little update to get the ball back rolling on the uh, England One Cap Pog. Oh, normally we end with a question, but can't do that because no. Or shall I say, shall I do it, but with Sierra Leone? He, <laughs> yeah, you think he deserves the Sierra Leone cap? Well, yes. Oh, so. oh come on! I'm, I'm not even answering that question. No, I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. <laughs> um, thank you, everyone, for sticking with us and for coming back. Especially our top commenter on YouTube, Ryan Ryan Evans. Yeah, always Big good shout to Ryan. Appreciate it a lot. Yeah, um, wants us to do a Francis Jeffers episode in the future. I think we will because, hey, yeah. talking about Corker, there's one thing we like is as a one cap and one goal, and Francis Jeffers is one of them. So one day soon we'll tick that off. Yeah, that's great. Thank you for listening. We've got new content coming soon uh, for you to listen to. We'll be with you soon. Cheers, guys. <laughs>